You're listening to special programming sponsored by the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Business of Giving radio show. My name is Carl Demeilig, one of the hosts, and we are joined today with a special guest host. His name is Jim Lorden. Welcome to the show, Jim. Thank you very much, Carl. And uh, yes, good morning to everyone. Uh, uh, very happy to be here sitting in and taking some uh, space for Guy. Guy Dawson, uh, big fuse, shoes to fill. Yes. Could you tell us, I know you were a guest of ours a couple of months ago, but could you remind our listeners a little bit about you? Absolutely. Absolutely. I am a business owner as well. I bring uh, business owners to the table on a monthly basis, a peer group, and we talk about the different challenges business owners have, sometimes opportunities. Uh, I facilitate that meeting and also do some business coaching, bring everybody uh, to a place where we solve uh, business owners' problems and what keeps them awake at night. Excellent. And uh, as usual, I just wanted to mention Guy Dawson's name. He is the owner of Classy Communications, a PR company. And I am a managing member of Crypto Taxologist. I'm an enrolled agent that helps investors become exempt from tax. And we are joined today by two very special guests. But before we get into that, uh, Jim, could you share with our listeners... Uh, you know, what the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce is. Absolutely. Thank you, Carl. And, and start, sorry for stepping on you a little bit there. Um, cause Marketing is an opportunity for business owners to come together and partner up with nonprofit organizations, much like some of the conversations that we're going to have here in bringing that uh, that partnership uh, to uh, the street level and, and getting uh, businesses uh, providing not only the funds that are well most needed for nonprofits, but also just getting uh, the word out and making sure that that uh, nonprofit is doing good work and uh, talk about the needs. And sometimes it's not always the money as much as it really is, but sometimes it's about other ways of improving the quality of the community. So cause marketing and business owners, business uh, companies come together to do good work. And it's a great combination because businesses that have a marketing budget can share their marketing budget with, you know, local charities that don't have a marketing budget. So now that these businesses with a lot of customers, they can share that this business collaborates with the nonprofit. So now more people are aware of that organization than previously would have been since they don't have that marketing budget. True, true. And it benefits everyone. So one of our guests today on the show is Sylvia Aguilar. And now, Sylvia, you're with Honest Insurance. Could you tell us a little bit about you, maybe your history, and what exactly is Honest Insurance? Okay. Well, thank you, Jim. Um, we are a benefits broker agency, so we help uh, small businesses. A little bit about myself, I've been in the insurance industry for about 16 years, we started in Riverside, California. We currently hold an office there as well. But then we, through the pandemic, decided to move on over to Las Vegas and uh, see that there was more opportunity out here. So I've been working with small businesses 
uh, trying to educate them about what benefits are available for themselves as well as their employees. We love to work with startups because that's the beginning when you start a small business and you start to grow. You start to think about employees and wow, you're going to be able to attract those new employees. So I have a small team of about 15 counselors that are here in Las Vegas. I have another team in California as well. And that's what we do. We basically work with brokers as well. So we're just not out there uh, for ourselves, but we also facilitate uh, enrollment solutions for larger brokers here in Las Vegas and in California. And we do all the education. So we educate the employee as well as the employer on what is available to them, uh, anywhere from health insurance to 401k. Excellent. Excellent. Um, sounds impressive, especially with such a large team. Let me ask you a couple of questions, if you don't mind. Um, what made you pick Las Vegas? If you're coming from California, Irvine, what what was the shiny penny over here for you? Well, for many years, I've already been working with large brokers out here in Las Vegas. They would send myself and a team of agents to do uh, the win, maybe the um, South Point is one of our clients. Mm -hmm. So uh, Boyd Gaming was another large client. So we would come out here for two, three weeks and sit with all the major casinos. Um, we literally represent all the major carriers from Sun Life to Colonial to Aflac. So they would just give us a call and say, hey, we need a team of agents, bilingual. We have several, half of our team is bilingual. So we would be here all the time. And so it was rather fly here or drive here. And driving was always, I love to drive. And so coming out here, I noticed that it was only three hours from door to door. So I thought, it takes me three hours to get from Riverside to uh, the Valley, the San Fernando Valley. So it was like, it was a no-brainer. Yes, being a native of Southern California growing up there in the late 70s. Um, I do remember those travel times, so, but uh, the I-15 corridor can be challenging as well. So I'm glad you came. I'm glad you showed up. Uh, it I makes love total Las sense. Vegas. Yes. <laughs> what's no your favorite? Traffic. What's your favorite part? Now let me divert from the script. What's your favorite part about Vegas? No traffic. No traffic, and I can get from one side of town to the other side of town in less than 45 minutes. So that being said, uh, and let me transition back into the purpose why you're here. What is that piece of your business that rewards you the most? I think the most is getting a, an, a, a new business, mm. having them start. They, they're worried about, you know, cost. Everything is always about cost. What is it going to cost me to open up? What is it going to cost me to expand? And the moment you decide and you start getting that business, you're going to need help. And then that starts with the, I need to hire. And the question is, what is it going to cost me to pay that person? And how am I going to hold on to that person? Because they can easily go to a casino or get paid more, maybe the same industry, get paid more. And benefits becomes a very key factor of why someone's going to come work for you. Agree completely. And yeah. that is so, so important to have good benefits. I've made decisions in those areas as well in the past. And I'll tell you, retention, employee retention is number one right now. Absolutely. And that's the first question an employee says, besides the salary, what kind of benefit package are you going to offer me? So 
I love getting that that employer that just started and then building with them. And there's so many options of which way to go to to get that coverage. So obviously you have lots and lots of experience and, and, and I, I don't mean that in any other but a good way. Um, if you were to give a business owner advice, and so I know that you work with large corporations and they have an, uh, a, a large army Correct. to deal with the different things. But when you're dealing with businesses and it's usually the small business owner that's got one to two to three employees, maybe five, uh, if they're blessed, maybe 25. But the fact being said, uh, what advice would you give that small business owner in your, in your mind, what would be the best piece of advice as they're starting out? It's always, um, I would say, the healthier the group, the less the insurance costs. So I always sit with them and talk to them about how we can not just look at a plan, but also work on other types of benefits that keeps your employees uh, safe and healthy. So if we need to bring in some wellness benefits, if we need to bring in um, a lot of times the carriers, if you implement kind of like a, a rule of like making sure that every employee who signs up for their health benefits gets an annual physical every year, will lower your cost and will also keep your costs down with that carrier. So we discuss about healthy ways to keep your employees healthy during the work hours at home, you know, mental health became a very big issue during the pandemic. Mm. So right now, a lot of employers are asking for mental health benefits. So we discuss everything. We discuss how not just to offer your employees benefits, but how do we keep them healthy so that you could keep your costs down. Again, utilization becomes a big key, another big key word. So the more your employees utilize their health insurance, the higher the cost goes up. So again, utilization, keeping it low because people are healthier. They don't have to run and see a doctor as much. And um, that, that's my biggest, my biggest concern is, okay, let's look at your group. Let's see what the health condition is and how we can implement those benefits in there to get them, you know, a lot of... Um, Unfortunately, a lot of men don't go to see doctors. Because <laughs> they know to, it better. Right. <laughs> so sometimes we have to encourage those uh, industries, especially the contractors. We need you to go in and see your, and get a physical every year. So Great advice. And that's advice that I, I've taken over the years. Um, that's a great answer. That's awesome. I, I love that. Let me ask you, as again, let's talk about our sponsor. Let's talk about Guy Dawson's good work and cause marketing. What What is it that, uh, how did you get in touch with Guy? How did, uh, in touch with Guy, how did that happen? So when I first got here, I, I started networking. Mm. I, I didn't know it very much. I mean, I knew the industry. I knew the, the, the big brokers and I knew, I knew the strip. I knew, I enrolled ever, almost a lot of em, thousands of employees on the strip. I did not know the outskirts of the strip. You mean there's more to life than yes, the, the Vegas strip. strip? Oh, now I learned that so well. There's so many other things <laughs> yes. about this. <laughs> there's a life on the strip. Right. That's what I tell all my family now that come and visit me. I was like, there's a life on the strip and then there's the real life. Right. And so um, we needed to get involved. And if we were going to move here and open an office here, we needed to get involved. So 
cause marketing was the first thing I saw. And I said, I want to be involved with other businesses and how can I help? Nice. So we joined the, we joined the chamber and we held our first, um, our first event. And it was for Millie's uh, dog rescue. Mm-hmm. We had it at our new office at WeWorks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our offices is at Town Square at the WeWork building. And we threw a big fundraiser. We raised money for them. We had a little auction. And that's how we got to know more about their services and what Guy did. And so we've supported all his events. Every time he has an event, we we try to make it. Um, and we love it. You know, I try to make a lot of his events. Muy bueno. Good. I like it. Nice work. Um You've already kind of answered the importance of cause marketing, and that's the question. Um, but let me close here real quickly, and because we've got another guest that uh, is in the wings waiting to get on. Um, if I was to ask you this last question, could you give me an answer about how did it make you feel to give back, to be part of that cause marketing com- community? The way it made us feel is because, again, we wanted to – be involved with the community. We wanted to know what the needs of the community were so that we could see ways that we could be involved and support. Uh, so it's great for us. It's uh, I got my entire team involved, and we love it. We really felt that we made a difference with uh, Millie's Dog Rescue, and if we could do it for them, we could do it again and again and again. So. Well, thank you very much, Sylvia. I really appreciate your time and just talking with us in regards to you and the community and certainly cause marketing. And again, let's remind everyone that's listening that on September 8th from 4 to 8 p.m., we're going to have another event that brings cause marketing and businesses together at um, Emerald at Queens Ridge. So thank you very much for your time. And you you have an excellent, excellent rest of your day. And you as well. Thank you. Our next guest probably doesn't need an introduction. She's very well known in Las Vegas, but I'm going to give her one anyway. Uh, She is a successful financial and retirement advisor, heavily involved in the community. Her name is Cindy Berkland. She's got her own radio show, um, YouTube channel. Uh, Welcome to the show. Thank you. I am really excited to be here. This was I felt really honored when you invited me, Carl. Thank you so much. I'm glad you made it. I know how busy you are. You Again, you're involved with a lot of things in the community, so much so that you actually created your own charitable organization. I did. Yeah, I, think, I did. Could you tell us about that, please? So I decided, um, well, I had been doing a lot of networking events. I have my own networking event called Speakeasy Networking. And I've met hundreds of business owners and we started during COVID. Well, it it just kind of felt like the next step because Speakeasy Networking kind of came about when COVID, when they shut our city down. And, you know, I wasn't willing to shut down my business. I'm like, I'm relevant. And I know all my friends that are in business are relevant. And it was really about giving back to all those other business owners that I knew were going to go under if we all shut down. So... Um, when I decided to start the foundation for Nevada's Giving, it was it was really along the same lines, but I was really looking to um, fine tune it down to what I want to do to help, and and really my heart is to help children. And you know, living in Las Vegas twenty seven years, what people don't know about the side of our our city is that it's the number one tr- 
trafficking city in the in the country. And definitely it could be part in the world as well. Um, for whatever reason, you know, all the glitter glitz lights, it also attracts all the 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 opposite side of that, which is the shady, ugly, illegal part of human trafficking. And a lot of children are trafficked in our city. And so Nevada's giving was really about boldly taking a stand for children. And these are, you know, young people that might get pregnant too soon and don't see um, an avenue outside of abortion. Well, what if we could give them a home to live in and help them have their baby? Or what if we can get these kids off the street? You know, there's organizations. And I really didn't want to start a 501c3 where I was actually the organization. I am a busy girl. I have multiple businesses. I have the networking event. I have the podcast. I'm like, I don't have time to do one more thing. But what I can do is raise money and help organizations that are already doing a beautiful job what they're doing already. So I thought, what could we do along the lines of children? And man, when I started praying about it, and I was like, God, please bring me these organizations that need me that I can bless. And my God, the Within a couple of days, I was just overwhelmed with uh, so many or- organizations that could really use our help. So um, the organization is new. And, you know, I was so gung ho. And right away, my board was like, put on the brakes a little bit and said, hey, we got to get a little more things organized before we start fundraising. So um, we're just now getting kicked off. And I'm excited about it. We are going, you know, I really intend to make a huge dent in the the big hole of where people need money to help these kids. And you're already involved in several other charitable organizations. Which which ones are your, I guess, funnest ones to do and which right ones Right now, of- thank you for asking. I am on the committee for St. Jude Research Hospital. Um, we're having um, our huge event on September 10th, uh, uh, St. Jude Heart of Fashion. Um, so it's a big fashion show with Anne Fontaine and... Um, my girlfriend, Anna Billings, who's the general manager of there, invited me onto the committee. She's one of the committee chairs, along with Lisa Sick and um, Erica Thompson. So we are, you know, over our goal right now, or it's our intention to, uh, well, we, we beat last year for sure. We raised, I think, $350,000 uh, for Research Hospital last year for St. Jude. Um, this year, it looks so we'll be well over half a million dollars right now. So uh, our goal as far as uh, the year, I think we set our goal at 400, but uh, we know we're going to far exceed that. So, you know, again, another organization for children. That's a phenomenal organization that it's, you know, when you see commercials for it, it, it tugs at your heartstrings because you see these children that are, you know, not well. They're very sick. And, yeah. And, but then they have a charity ball, which is a lot of fun. You get to get dressed up and, you know, sort of reap the benefits of, you know, just charity and doing good work. And it's it's probably like the warm and fuzzy of the sad side. Yeah. But it's great that they have that, especially since it can raise more money to fund other parts of the hospital. Well, what I've learned is that, you know, in fundraising, when you decide you want to raise money, you can do whatever you want to raise money. And, you know, I have a lot of girlfriends that like to shop. I like to shop. So we've had a lot of events where you go shopping and it's on behalf of the children. And I'm like, so I get to go shopping. <laughs> and so much of this money is going to go towards, you know, the the charity. Double whammy. I love it. Let's do it. So. So if someone wanted to contribute to Nevada's Giving, how would they do that? 
Um, right now we're in the infancy. We just got the website up, but right now, if you want to get a hold of me at cindyberkland.com and you're no problem, we're happy to take your checks. We're officially our foundation. We're bank accounts are up and running and we're going to be starting to do some pretty big fundraisers this year, but cindyberkland.com is your answer. Excellent. And I, I did want to congratulate you on the brilliance of speakeasy. I mean, they were trying to put a mandate which says don't meet people and you said I disagree. Over my dead body, right? Yeah. So we we started with 18. We're up to about 120 business owners running through both venues every month. And uh, I'm proud to say we've had three businesses that would have filed bankruptcy that didn't. And a, a startup during our time. We've been open just about two, two years now. Um, very proud of that. And uh, I stand for Nevada locals. I've been in this town 27 years. I've been self-employed almost the whole entire time since I've been here. I know how hard it is to be a business owner. It was really great hearing Jim like the issues that business owners have that does keep us up at night. I mean, when COVID happened, I was laying in bed going, I don't know how many of my friends are going to be going under over this one. And over my dead body, we're not going to have that happen. So we just got our heads together and said, what are we going to do? And we started speakeasy because we weren't supposed to be doing that. And, uh, you know, created a, a venue for business owners to trade business with one another. And it's it's something I'm really proud of. I wish I could attend those. They're on the first and third Tuesday evenings. Yeah. I wish I could, but I can't because the Cause Marketing Chamber has its own events on Tuesdays. Right. Um, and I did want to mention that every third Tuesday of the month at 6 p.m. online, so we record these, is the Cause and Business member training. Our next one is featuring, uh, I believe he's master. He's a, or grandmaster, Stan Shields. Uh, he will be talking about automation for your business, so that way you can focus on your business instead of the, what is it called, logistics? Yeah, logistics, right. The busyness of business. And then also every fourth Tuesday, we have our uh, nonprofit mixer. Every month, every fourth Tuesday of the month, we try and go to a local uh, restaurant so we can bring them business and highlight a nonprofit every, every month. Uh, we are doing that so we will be having, instead of a Tuesday mixer, we will be having a pre-event mixer on Thursday, August 25th from 4 to 8 p.m. It will be at WeWork in Town Square, where we will be having a get-together, meeting a lot of business owners, and we will also be highlighting our featured nonprofit, which is Spread the Word Nevada. They are a nonprofit that is focused on making sure kids are literate. So they are looking for book donations if you wanted to bring books to help further their cause and learn more about uh, their mission. So we hope to see you there Thursday at the WeWork in Town Square. Of course, normally we have the fourth Tuesday of the month as our regular mixer. So we will update you as our next one happens in September. That being said, Carl, also as you spoke earlier um, on August 16th from 6 to 7, this featured speaker, like you said, was Stan Shields with Digital Marketing Guru. And as uh, I talked about earlier, I just came from a board meeting, uh, uh, digital marketing, uh, the way that uh, businesses work in the digital realm. Uh, if you have old stuff and you're not caught up, in the uh, digital world, your business will be affected negatively by that. So I'm looking forward to hearing what Stan has to say about that. Yes, can't wait to learn because I 
I'm not even all that familiar with the uh, the TikToks and all this other. I can't wait to learn from this guy uh, because I I just am not caught up on the new digital marketing TikTok, uh, Instacart. Things Wait like till that. we start talking about omni-channel, where you bring all the different digital marketings that reach out to your clients and customers and try to get that situation nice and smooth transition so nobody knows that they're actually deal- dealing with different uh, uh, digital uh, platforms. And so uh, it's a new age, especially coming out of COVID, uh, where so many people have readjusted their life. So that's going to be a good piece. That being said, Carl, um, being the guest, I want to thank you for allowing me to be with you. I appreciate your uh, tutelage and uh, guidance, but please take it away and take us home. Alrighty. Thank you, Jim. I do want to thank you for being here. It was great to work with you. See you again, this time, not as a guest, but as a guest host. And also to our two guests, Sylvia Aguilar from Honest Insurance Services and Cindy Berkland from cindyberkland.com. Actually, what is the name of your show? That way people can catch Well, up. currently I have a Naked Money series, so I'm your nakedmoneycoach.com, but then I'm also cindyberkland.com. Wow, love the name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever it takes to get business in the door, We're right? In Las Vegas, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of shows, be sure to catch us every second Sunday at 7.30 a.m. You can catch us at KUNV. if you are local, or you can catch us on the radio, on the internet, on KUNV. Make sure you go to HD1. That way you can catch us every month, show your support, and if you could, please go to our events. Remember, every third and fourth Tuesdays, especially our Businesses with Heart Expo, which will be on September 8th in support of Spread the Word Nevada. Thank you all for listening, and we will catch you next month. trauma overseas yeah we trying to stop terrorism but we still got terrorists here living in the U-